Or China, what the hell else? Those rockets were supposed to point outwards, not in. It's made to defend us against the same goddamn threat that we're facing now. Wait a minute now, didn't I yell at them? Yeah. Didn't I stand up for you when you walked yeah. out? Well, then listen to me. Will you listen to me? That meteor is five miles wide and it's definitely going to hit us. Make a hole big enough to put the Atlantic in unless we can stop it. Shit. Five miles. Welcome back, loyal listeners, to episode 14 of the Bucktooth Gremlins. Uh, this week, our episode is going to be focused on everyone's favorite fun game, Disasters. Disaster movies? Or, yeah, it's got to be disaster movies. I'm Pete. Kevin. Sean. What's up, everybody? What's How's up? it going? What's up, Gremlins World? Uh, we're just going to start off with a little kind of, uh, I guess, personal story this week. Nothing disastrous, but Peter is known to get deliveries probably three to four to five a day. I know uh, the UPS uh, guy by the first name. The UPS guy here is awesome, actually. At least three times, four times a week, for sure. No. Yeah. yeah. You, you All right, three times. So I'll give you three. There, yeah. Well, I, yeah, but a lot of them come from UPS, too. Yeah. UPS are, well, it's a delivery. Stuff. It's deliveries. And you talk to them probably more than most of your <laughs> we family did it, members. But we did it on, yeah. <laughs> we did it on boxing today, actually. Good one. Yeah, good one. Uh, yeah, that, you guys were ragging on it at first. Yeah, you, yeah. the Jeff Goldblum uh, statue, you guys were ragging on it, but he signed yeah. it. It was nice. Yeah. And then the other thing we owe, uh, Kevin, you showed me a couple of months ago this... Um, you showed it to me about six months ago, back in no four months ago, back in September, October. You showed me a video of this guy, Mister Morrow. Yes, I was uh, just a few, probably almost a year ago now. I was my, we were like about, yeah, about February last year. We were headed to a Disney World. I was just YouTubing stuff about Disney, what to do around Disney, and I stumbled across this guy. And big shout out to uh, Paging Mister Morrow. If you're a YouTube person, he doesn't know who we are, and it's just a, he was a very very informative guy. On, um, he's really a now. jolly sucker. Yeah, he's really, really good. He's got a nice following. He's about all about Disney and you know going to different theme parks and whatever. And he was wearing these shirts. And it was, I guess, it's a shameless plug here. But I looked this company up and I thought of Peter and I was like, Pete, you'd be into these these shirts called Roosevelt shirts. The RS, yeah, the RS, theme shirts. RSVLTS.com. Right. And the theme shirts. And what I like about Moro is that he goes around and he actually rates like different foods, different rides, different old Disney stuff, hotels. And he's really, he's really informative, like Kevin said. And he's, he's all over the parks. Kevin, does he go to the park every day? No, I, I don't think he probably can. I believe he's a Florida resident, so it's probably a little bit cheaper. Uh, it's a him. lot cheaper. But I, I think he gives his honest opinion about, about things in Disney, which I think most people who are trying to gain publicity would probably be hesitant to and he's very honest and that's what i really respect yeah. and he, he gave me one of a, a great laugh i had over the last three months when he almost choked to death on a crab all those no it wasn't it wasn't a crab it was a crab candy no, no it's real it was crab. a real crab what you're talking i thought no didn't he go get i thought those were like candies that he got no, inside the Tokyo they were shop. dried crabs and he attempted to eat one and as he swallowed it i think the claw caught him in the throat and he almost choked to death on camera and it was so gross, too, those <laughs> things he was eating. I, I laughed at it. But the Roosevelt's are, are great themed shirts. Right. And I didn't think anything of them. And then, Sean, you and I were at Comic-Con in New York in October. Yep. And Roosevelt's had their store. Yes. Their stand. And I'm like, and my, ne my nephew shirts. went to scout it out. He was looking from a row to try to get an autograph or a picture for Kev. And the shirts were awesome looking, basically. And it's not only that they look awesome. I really like them because of the fit. The way they fit yeah, I do is too. perfect almost, and they're very comfortable. Like, I didn't think they would be as, as comfortable and nice a shirt for the price, 
but the price point is dead on. They're a really nice shirt. And also, the other thing about them is they're themed after some really cool movies. I've, yeah. I'm into them for like 700 bucks already. I've gotten, yeah. I got, what if I got like 10 shirts? And you gave everybody Christmas gifts. I did. I got the dude. You got the dude from the, the Big Lebowski. Sweater. Kevin, what I give it's you? Great. Uh, the Mega Powers. Hulk Hogan and Randy Man Savage. Yep. And uh, I gave your brother a, a Mick Foley shirt. Well, because I, I also have a Jaws one. They're really cool. Um, their licensing is unbelievable. They do a nice job. Who's your favorite? What's your favorite shirt? You know, I like the Star Wars shirt I had, yeah. but this Back to the Future shirt I just got oh. is awesome looking. Yeah, the it's, one, it's, yeah, the it's the cool. one in the um, Back to the Future 3. And you're pumped about the Miami Vice one. No, I don't. You I told don't. me you were so excited. I thought it was, I was going to be until I saw that shirt, and I'm like, eh, it's not but that great. Audience, we do not. We re- we repeat, we do not have They're a... They're paid for Roosevelt. Yeah, yeah no, not at all. Roosevelt. But Roosevelt, if you want to send some shirts, uh, I'm a 4X, Kevin's a large, and Sean is a large. Yeah. And Mr. Morrow, we, yeah. if you're listening to this, we appreciate what you do. We do. Like it. Yes. We really do. We watch it all the time. Yeah, we watch it. We watch it all the time. We actually... Uh, we actually, Peter actually bid on some items on your on his latest... He had whatnot, a charity auction. Yeah, what not auction. And then he gave me an idea for something that I went and bought anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, the, by the way, folks, my cousins are laughing at me, but I bought a curtain from the Polynesian Hotel. I thought it was awesome, actually. Yeah, it's, and it's got to be hanging. We got to hang it up in my bathroom. Yeah, so. We have to write. We. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, we got it. All right, so, so disaster yeah. movies. Now, I want to just start off the badass question: Is the Wizard of Oz a disaster movie? Come on, just because it's got a tornado? No, no, it is well, not. It a has like a tornado that actually picks up people in yeah. homes. And transports them. No, to it a- doesn't. It uh, it's uh, it's first off the movie's a dream. <laughs> it's not real. The tornado was real, but her being up in the tornado was not real. Maybe right. her being in the land of Oz is a disaster because she crumbles the whole social structure of it. <laughs> she kind of <laughs> does. Right? She Man. kills the two is wishes. She the oh, disaster. Like, on, wait, wait, we're getting ready for the Munchkin Pete joke in four, oh, three, yes, two. No munchkin jokes. Midgets? There he is. There he is. That's a politically incorrect Kevin, didn't you Peter. love that Under the Rainbow movie where we were kids? Yeah, with the, <laughs> when I was a kid. Chevy Chase, right? Yeah. It's like one of the most yeah. hated movies, and I love it. You know why? It was, uh, yeah, when we were young, we really liked that movie. Because it's funny when you're kids seeing a bunch of midgets acting crazy. And oh, again. But that was partially, it's twice. partially based on a true story, though. Yeah. That they were causing chaos at the hotel. Yeah. I mean... It is what it is. I'm looking at a framed Wizard of Oz right behind Kevin right now. That thing is one of my favorites. All right. uh, Who's up to bat first? You. Okay. uh, You guys are probably... Remember, this is not audience. This is not my forte. I have to openly admit I was... When we picked the topic, I was like, oh, I'm going to be kind of sunk on this one. But I'm I'm throwing some movies out there that I didn't even know if... Sean, Peter, or the audience would even think of disaster movies. But my number one is Godzilla disaster movie. Yes. Only the Roland Emmerich one. Um, actually, no. You could call you could call the new one with Cranston. No, every Godzilla movie is a disaster movie. It's a beast that springs from usually the ocean floor and destroys a city. I, That's a disaster. And I also thought, right, the original nineteen fifty four Godzilla was coming from a, a nuclear. Yeah. Right. So and, that's a disaster in itself. And correction in its uh, for me right now is Godzilla really protects the city he does he's not the monster ever destroying right godzilla is a protector i don't know a lot about godzilla but i know he fights again well, other bad monsters you know who is the godzilla expert is anthony from, is anthony from from yeah. the shelf yeah from the shelf anthony but i would say one. yes godzilla is a disaster yeah so I, I put the one 1954 i still love it i mean i have a um 
as you know, probably if you people get to know as you listen, I love old black and white movies. Uh, I love old monster movies. I love the Universal monster movies. I loved the original Godzilla. When I go back and watch it, still to this day, I really you, enjoy it. I've got that whole that you would love it. I've got. The, I just haven't converted it. Uh, I've got that whole box set of oh. all the Godzilla films. Yeah, I definitely all the Toho yeah. stuff. The Tohos. That's it. And then, yeah. but Godzilla is also the longest running franchise in movie history. Is it? Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything. 1954. Longer. It's almost 70, almost 70 years old. Um, uh, yeah, I guess it's longer than Bond. I was trying to think if yeah, it's longer it's than Bond. Yeah, that was the one that came into my head. Godzilla is the longest running franchise in movie history. But they don't keep making a lot of new ones over there in Japan. What do they make one every 10 I, years, maybe? But, but America, they've done it, right? We've done, I mean, how many Godzillas have been in the Do you last? like either of the American ones? Uh, the Emmerich one is pretty bad, yeah, yeah, and we all saw, we all saw that together. Yeah, but the like, Emmerich one was one's the pretty newest bad. one with I the actually, girl from Stranger Things. Godzilla right? vs Kong. That was the sequel, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. And then Godzilla um, vs Kong was pretty cool. I would say I, that Godzilla is probably the most the culturally tra- absorbed disaster thing that, out there ever. You like that Godzilla vs yeah. Kong? Yeah, I and, thought it was yeah. cool. Oh, I, battles, yeah. like the fights. I'm not a big Godzilla guy. I, uh, they're all right to me. They, I, they're, they're rehashed. They seem to me to be rehashed. Add new monster. The one with Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Cranston wasn't bad. I just, you know, Cranston gets killed off 30 minutes into the movie. <laughs> Spoiler alert. And then his son takes over, right? And then, well, who's supposed to be the new James Bond, actually. I think Godzilla also has culturally like a huge following. Well, it does. Well, well, globally. Huge. Not just, yeah. Yeah, and, huge. And socially speaking, Godzilla was kind of, you know, after everybody's testing nuclear devices yeah. around the world, Japan, who made him, was hit by a nuclear device. Yep. And this Godzilla, it's kind of, you know, socially, you know, it came about. And would you say he's also almost the first even that like uh, going to like the, the toy culture, right? Those Godzilla toys and it, it yep. came, all those ba- all those from Japan, all that Sufobie and stuff that came out around um, that time period. The monsters and the robot toys was kind yeah. of that. And what were they allowed to do sci-fi. after World War II? Make, Make toys. toys. Yeah. So that's, it was very, that's like, it's very smart. That's yeah. like when we watched The Lost World. And, at, and did I, I think it was you where I said it. We're sitting there watching the last 45 minutes of the movie. And I said... Sean, did Steven Spielberg just decide to make a Godzilla movie? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's he took dinosaurs and turned them into a Godzilla film. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why I think the Lost World is a turd. <laughs> yeah, but you, and yeah, you Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn is guilty of getting everybody killed in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible movie. Terrible sequel. Awful. Uh, Sean, what do you got? All right, I'm going to go with my first disaster movie. Uh, it's it's a movie I really liked. It, it was based on a book, and I'm going to go with The Road. 2009 it's basically a post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. world the the, the feeling is supposedly that the yellowstone super volcano goes off and the world's over and it's people it's vigo mortensen uh charlie's theron's in it really quickly it's a depressing film it's very depressing but it is a complete and utter like natural disaster film that could really happen in life the that volcano could go off and and that's what would happen the ash fallout would basically end humanity and it's a father's struggle to try to get his son as far to fresh land as he can i guess while he's dying from you know inhaling all these uh, just bad things it's, I, I watched it once and i couldn't watch it a second time it's a it's, tough watch it's a tough watch it's a very depressing movie but it is that is the reality of what would happen that is it's an epic disaster movie and vigo mortensen is is excellent in it robert everybody in that movie is great and i think when you think about disasters it, it kind of cuts into this theme of 
of what we all have fear, like fear of, you know, what if something like this does happen to right. us? And I think that's what these good disaster that's, movies but, do. And that's but no, right, yeah. no, I dis- there's different levels of disaster movie. There's that, and there's also the disaster movies where you're going for pure action cheese factor. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So there's two different this, levels. Yeah, this, this, this movie, one he's yeah. going through right now is, yeah. is just cerebral what, depressing. The, the road, it's, it's not. It's, it's like the day after. What the hell would you do with a big no, giant? No, it is not like the day after. This, this movie, this movie's deeper than that. This movie is, is extremely well written and well acted. Well, it's Cormac McCarthy who did No Country for Old Men. Yeah, right. This is a movie that makes you really think if this did happen, is this closer to the reality of a human being? And I think it is. And I think that's why it's depressing. It's close to what would actually be. See, I think, I think what the hell would you do with a big giant lizard that comes out of the ocean breathing blue fire? <laughs> that to me is, right. is, is, is scarier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. No. I'll go out with a volcano having crushed by Godzilla. Oh, if Godzilla, if Godzilla somehow <laughs> be, just comes up onto Long Island, I'm dead. At least it'd be quick. Because I can't outrun him on that scooter. The wave, no. the wave would get you. The wave would get me when he comes out. The tidal wave. That's yep. right. All right, Pedro, Peter. I was um, calling Pedro. I don't know why. It's just natural to call him Pedro. Ever since the 90s, you've been doing Joey, that. you know, Joey was the first one. Or Pietro. Pietro. Yeah, Pietro. All right, I got one. Snakes on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, exactly. From the road to that. There you go. That's what yeah. I'm doing. I got I to gotta, I gotta make it a little bit more lively <laughs> now after the road. Let me play definition of disaster. It, it is a disaster. It stinks, <laughs> too. The movie's a freaking disaster. Yeah, we, we, we Everything about it. We mentioned the original Bucktooth Gremlin a couple of weeks ago, Charlie Black, and he and I went to see this in Disney, at Disney Hollywood Studios. We went at ten o'clock at night because we were we were at Disney at yeah in the theater what a crazy oh, at the theater at uh, not Disney Hollywood Studios Disney at Springs. downtown Disney at Disney it, Springs it was downtown Disney at the time and AMC. we're sitting there and we're watching it and we're laughing at how bad this movie is and oh, then we real I, we realized that they took a PG thirteen movie in and then just started throwing one scene of Sam Jackson cursing to get <laughs> yeah. it into an R rating it's a Terrible movie about Terrible. snakes being let loose on a plane. <laughs> and like the pilot it's, wouldn't land, yeah. just land the plane. No, he couldn't. The pilot got killed. I by know, the but snake. how does a snake get it? It's so stupid. It's so, it's dumb. so bad, but it's so cheesy hey, fun. There's nowhere to run. How much did that disaster make in the theater? Snakes on a plane. Uh, yeah, yeah, quickly, I, I can look like that's that is a movie where people are smoking and they're going to see that movie, and that's about it. And you like, got Keenan. I think you got <laughs> Kel from Keenan and Kel in oh, it. It's it was bad. It's a funny it's not really an action movie they really just kind of went over the top with it knowing this is so ridiculous we're gonna go it it was like a pitch concept that somebody said great idea and they were gonna go pg-13 but how do you do pg-13 and not have sam jackson cursing about the snakes on the plane and it's just uh, how do like there's so many questions like I, I haven't seen the movie. I don't want to see the movie, but I don't understand. It's how again, I don't like think that. it was a big hit. Tax they had, plan, they had plans <laughs> yeah, to make yeah. a sequel if it was a big hit, and it wasn't. What snakes on a boat? Like that's, what's well, that's, what, that's what would have been done. Yeah, I'm looking at you the know. domestic box but, office now, and it's like ugh. that has to go. This has to be it filed on, back. It in. only made 34 million. Oh, okay, yeah. So this has to be filed back in my episode, future episode called Tax Write Offs. Yes, it has to be in there. Yeah, it was a yeah. new line. Yeah, yeah. Make, it, make a note. It's not a good movie. All right, now I'm about to get uh, probably attacked. But Planet of the Apes. <sighs> Which one? Because <laughs> the again, the original. There are certain ones the, that are disasters of a movie. The first one. Because it, it, it is okay. a nuclear, everything happens because of a nuclear bomb. It's a time up. travel movie, yes. though, right? The, now, here's been my, my, 
If any, if any listener who's actually even listening to our show, um, or even us, I always thought maybe it's because of regency, regional bias, that Planet of the Apes actually takes place on Long Island. Why? Because when they, he's walking, right? And I just want to go back and watch I me. Mean, what direction Possible. at the end are they going? They go through the sub, right? The, at the second one, they find it's in the subways, but he's walking, walking across along the beach, right? And then to find the Statue of Liberty has to be in New York. So I always felt, wow, was Planet of the Apes actually Long Island? Yeah. Either he's going west or he's going east. Yeah. And if he's going west, he's coming from Long Island. Right. All right, well, here's the question. Rod Serling, I know, had something yeah, to Rod do. Yeah, Rod Serling was the writer, screenplay was he, writer. Was the screenplay yeah, writer? So, yeah. right. But it was based off a book. Yes. Okay, in the book, did they mention it? I don't know. We'd have to go back and research that. But yeah. I remember Rod, I forgot Rod's, not that I forgot, but I, I remember was, like, as a, Even as a, when I, as a kid, I'm like, oh my God, is the planet of the apes does yeah, take Yeah, and then you can island. start thinking, maybe they just took over the island, and maybe some <laughs> other creature has, like, part of the mainland. Oh, come like on. In, like Lost? In, what are you going to go yeah. into? A Lost theory? It's a disaster yeah. movie because of at the end, we find, it's one of the great endings, twist, it plot twists of all time. Actually, I would It was I'm a great plot. And it ends just, there, it. there's no credits. There's, exactly. It is a disaster movie because a nuclear disaster caused the initial kickoff, right? No, but you don't. Nuclear Armageddon. You, you don't know about the nuclear Armageddon the until the second film, I thought, Beneath the Planet of the Apes. But it Wait. would still be considered, that's a disaster. I thought, I don't remember, I haven't uh, seen uh, it in a long time. Can I insinuate, yeah. though, that, you know, look what you did at the end, Heston, you know, he's screaming about humanity. You blew it that up. They, that yeah, they right? blew up the Statue of Liberty. Right, yeah. so that, that key beginning, that disaster is a nuclear and annihilation. I yeah. highly recommend watching War for the Planet of the Apes with Woody Harrelson. I still haven't seen it. It's the only one I haven't seen. Awesome. It's better than it's oh, better than the first uh, two? Yeah, it's I think so. I love Really, really good. I absolutely love The War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Loved it. Because of Woody Harrelson. Woody yeah. Harrelson awesome. makes that film. It was I gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. I've gotta watch you it. You gotta watch that and Thin Red Line again. Well, I just bought Thin yeah, Red no. Line. Go I watch, just picked it up. You go better watch, watch it. Watch War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Watch you, it with the thought of, uh, I'm a man in the most horrible place on the planet, and I'm going to die. Just love think it. of that in your head and for you those, watch it. And for those of you listeners who are wondering about the Thin Red Line on a previous episode a couple of weeks ago, I ragged on the Thin <laughs> Red Line really good, and I got lambasted by these two. And then I actually yeah. had emails come to me saying, go back and watch that movie again. Yeah. Right. Yep. So I go. bought it. I'll right, watch so it again. Pete, do you think Planet is a disaster movie? No. It's a, it's a, I don't. You know, okay. I do. No. Okay. I do. I don't. I, I was kind of torn on it. I just love right. You know how I love it. I think it is. I think it's a sci-fi film. I don't think it's a disaster. I okay. think it's a time travel film. I think it begins with a disaster, which maybe we say it's disaster because maybe of that. Maybe it's my Planet of the Apes bias because I love the movie. All right. Do you like on. all the sequels? Um. No. I don't. I think it kind of declined. I did not like the Tim Burton version. At all, yeah. planet? No, no, no. Over. I'm talking about uh, yes, the, 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 the main, the yes, main like set of five. The, yeah, beneath the planet, escape from the conquest. Conquest. Yeah, yeah. I like them all. Where you eventually find out that it's them going back causes. Yes. Because yeah. it kind of everything. Uh, it all. It, it all. It's a fun ride. Planet of the Apes is a very good nostalgic ride, for, sure. for me. I just recall, and I don't know if it was on. W O R or the movie when I was a kid, like the, it was the four thirty movie on for, ABC on in New Saturdays, York. Saturdays, right on four thirty Monday through Friday. So it would be when you came home from school. Yeah, that's yeah. probably where I have a little bit of nostalgia. And there for was some; it. they were HBO heavy for a minute, right? With those, the originals, no, no, they, they, they never, were, they never oh, really so hit is, HBO. Does Disney own? You only got them from the four thirty movie, and they used to split it into two parts because it wasn't long enough. Because uh, it was only Disney, right. doesn't, Disney would own Planet of the Apes now. They do. They do. Disney oh, really? owns Planet of the Apes. That's something they need to tap into. 
it's got it's got it's got to be on their radar. No, I, I mean, would bet. Mm. I mean, just for you know, shirts like uh, just merchandise. They couldn't make like a Planet of the Apes world. It's it, they, it doesn't have no a big one, enough no audience. The, no, doesn't yes. have a big enough. I think audience. so because those three films did okay. I, but I think they're reaching out. My guess is they're going to go to series for Disney Plus. That can be something. That would, that would be that would be very or cool. Hulu because Disney also is a part owner of Hulu. Tom Hardy in Planet of the Apes. That'd be cool. Bane versus the Apes. That'd be good. <laughs> what do you got? Right, I got one. This is a movie I wanted to make. I want to make a sequel of. I've wanted to make a sequel of this. Write a sequel of this movie forever. This movie is definite disaster movie. It's a. It's a classic, and it's the birds. Oh, wow! I didn't put that in the my birds the category. It, it, the birds is a great movie yeah. by Alfred Hitchcock. It's got Rod Taylor, Tippi Hedren. It's 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 a creepy, weird disaster film it's it's weird is it weird it's, it's weird it's, it's a little weird because sometimes they're like oh the birds and they're not like scared enough like it's just it's i don't know Look, if it's I, weird got, or the way hitchcock wants you to feel like a little thrown off uh but it is a disaster movie basically if you haven't seen it birds for some reason start going they never really say why you, I think it's a, it's hinted at in the book. I think it's a whole ecology thing. I yeah, think it's hinted at in the birds book. start to go crazy and they just begin to attack and kill human beings. I think that uh, M Night Shyamalan, the happening, happened, awful, awful, I think awful. It's film. an awful. It is an awful movie, but I think the birds heavily influenced his his writing and directing of that film. Mark, Mark Wahlberg. I think it's the trees. Yeah, awful movie, but The Birds is a great movie. It's definitely a disaster film of you know ecological or or just it's animals going crazy. Birds in particular. And I'm a and, big fan of it. And I'm you, a big I'm a big get, Hitchcock fan. Like when those birds are at the playground, like you get you're, you're seeing kids out. getting attacked. And yeah, killed. like by because birds. I, I think it taps into a um, it's crows mostly a pr- uh, or ravens, a, whatever. like a. But Hitchcock like a was never magnet type thing. When you're thinking about human beings, our evolution, like if you know, if cavemen were around, you had these giant pterodactyls. People were afraid right. they were going to swoop them by a bird. Right. Today, you look at a little bird, like oh, and it's these people. Want, birds are the size of houses. They, they're time, trying right? to escape from these birds, and I it's like something it. that I think I could write an excellent sequel to the birds. Uh, Hitchcock, Hitchcock was never afraid to shock an audience. I mean, right? Yep. When we were just talking about the kids getting. I mean, yep. he did it a couple of times in his films. Yep. He's no, no no stranger to doing a shocking murder onto an audience. And his direction only highlight like his direction. And I don't highlights think you can things. recreate that now. I would hate to see a sequel I to the birds. Honestly. I would not want to recreate the birds. I would just want a sequel. Basically, what the hell happened? What happened? The birds went nuts. They I don't run think you, away. I don't think you need the answer because the, so the for the rest of the the entirety of the planet, birds just kill people. I want to know. What I, I think. You, I, I think. You, I think. Kev, do you think? Maybe it's need, just me. I want to know what happens. Do you think there happens. needs to be a sequel, or do you think? It, How what, do you stop it? Does it stop itself? Maybe what you happens don't. To Tippy, like maybe you don't. I don't know. I man. think it'd be cool if it was set like if you did in the, the sequel. far, far future. No, no, it right? has to be right after that. Ooh, like who if would you play Tippy and make it now? Pete, no, who would no, play make that it cast back in the sixties and make it back in? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, who would be? Who would play the cast? No, he just said you make it back in the sixties no, with yeah. Tippy Hedren. Is what he's saying? No, no, no. I'm saying I'd make it now as back in the sixties, and I would That's get a, yeah, Charlize Theron to play Tippy Hedren. That's what I'm saying. Like you do. No, no. I got one. Who? Elizabeth Banks. Wow, there's a lot. You see, there's so much you could do with this. No, Base it back the in the way, '60s to I, pick up right no, from the end. Nope, 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 nope. I got the way to redo. I was going to go just right reboot to 20, it. I was going to go to 2023. Just, re, just reboot it and do it like as a series. Oh, you could. 
yeah. not as a film series. Do it like right. a like like a like a ten. All ten, right. If this ha- if this run. happens, you heard it here first. Us? What about Isabel May from eighteen eighty three? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, she's a young actress. Mm. Charlize is too obvious. That's why I, I think it's, she's right on the nose. She's a great actress. But I th- I th- that's why I thought somebody like Elizabeth Banks. I was thinking, thinking out of like, the box I was bit. thinking you can go either way. You know, right from the sixties from the end, or you bring it all the way to the two thousand, and it's a whole different world. You know who would be pretty good too? The one from Ant Man and um, Lost, Evangeline Lilly oh, would be pretty good maybe. too. Maybe. All right. Well, that's that's a disaster film. I think everybody should check out the birds. All right. My next one is Kevin. You want a good disaster film or a terrible disaster film? I don't care. <laughs> Dante's Peak Ooh. is a piece Ooh. of garbage. I remember, I remember that. One. I just threw up. Oh, what a big mouth. Uh, <laughs> they both all right. They there were two volcano movies that year: Dante's oh. Peak and Volcano. When did Joe vs. the Volcano come out? No, I'm, I'm just kidding. That's not a disaster. <laughs> that's actually a, a good movie. That's a good movie. You, you guys love don't that like. movie. No, because it's Tom Hanks again. You're yeah. lo- you love. But, all right, so you're it. either a Dante's Peak fan or a volcano or a fan. Volcano. I don't think anybody can like either of them. Nope. In Dante's Peak, you got Pierce Brosnan and Linda Hamilton. I think Dante's Peak was more scientifically accurate. Well, of so course, I like it. I like volcano's it not going to be scientifically accurate because they have a, a volcano in the La Brea Tar Pits. And Tommy Lee Jones is a, some kind of smart guy. Yeah. Oh, we're going to go, hey, we're going to go stop this thing. <laughs> Just couldn't buy it. Mm-hmm. And in that, but, but, you know, Rich Little's back. Rich Little's back. <laughs> but we, uh, Volcano had the better cast, though. You had Tom Hanks and Haitian. Volcano had the Hollywood cast at the time. Who's hot? And Haitian and Don Cheadle. I'm going, if I have to pick between those two pieces of shit, I'm going with Dante's Peak. Just because it's scientifically more accurate, and I think it's it's closer to what a true disaster like that would be, rather than Tommy Lee Jones running away from nope, slow nope. lava. Nope, and I'm going with volcano because LA is getting decimated by a volcano. <laughs> so I'm going with volcano. Right. Do you think, like you said, like the, these movies are bad? Do you think like actors like Pierce Brosnan look? Like, like reflect that, like man, that movie sucked. Like I was absolutely okay. no. I think Pierce Brosnan looks at that and is like, I learned a lot, and I got paid a lot of money. I don't care. I bet you he didn't get paid a lot of money for that. He probably got a couple of mil. I don't think he had even done Bond yet, had he? He probably got a couple of. I think he had because he had to be known. They're not just going to be like, let's put this guy Pierce in this movie. You know, we did. We talked about deaths on last week's episode, mm-hmm. and this I, we left this off. This movie's got one of the funniest deaths I've ever seen. With, oh, the, gra- with the, the grandmother grandma pushing her in the, in the lake, in the lake of the volcano lake, and she's like, "Ow, oh, ow!" Oh. How did she get that strong out of nowhere? Because she was frail and weak. I and know she was frail sudden, and weak, and then she's all of a sudden becomes Superman. She's a freaking incredible the Hulk. Lake. She's the incredible Hulk battling, for, uh, you know, acid lake or whatever it was. For my money, I'm picking lake. volcano because that's more fun watching LA get decimated by lava. I'm going Dante because of special effects and, and more realistic. And Kevin, you didn't see I either didn't see of them. I saw Dante's peak. That was terrible. It is terrible. Yeah. They're all, they're both horrible. They are. They're both There's got to be a good it, volcano movie. There hasn't been. I saw an excellent documentary about two scientists that would look at volcanoes. Uh, they were married and they would actually go to the edge of volcanoes and study them in the 70s and 80s. Don't know what the documentary is called, but it was awesome paul newman did a bad volcano disaster movie too called when time ran out and that was erwin allen who did the towering inferno which we'll bring up in a, one of my last ones oh pete gave it away i did but <laughs> yeah paul newman and, and jacqueline Bissett and william holden that's a terrible volcano movie too 
volcano blowing up on Hawaii, which is probably more realistic than the uh, yeah. La Brea tar pits. All right, Kev, what do you got? Uh, HBO miniseries Chernobyl. Yes, I haven't seen it. I want to yes. see it. Um, Great. Uh, you watch seen. more television, and I am he so old. Things. So, I'm, you like watching? I'm watching the last uh, couple episodes of Alice, and then I'll get on that. I'm not watching Alice. No, watching but I don't, right you're now? watching something old. I'm right? just about to start season four of Breaking Bad. Season okay. four. All right. All right. should, dude, you should watch Chernobyl. Stop watching Breaking Bad. Watch Why? Chernobyl. Breaking Bad's really good. Chernobyl is... Chernobyl's really good. Excellent. Really good. How many episodes is Chernobyl? It's Three? Five. Five. Five, five one hours or five, five two hours? I think a few of them were over an hour. You could do it in a weekend, Friday, Saturday. You can do Sunday. it in a day. So you, you could probably be doing it in a day. You, you can, can do it binge tonight. It. Yeah. After the show, you can go watch Chernobyl. And you will because it's just so well acted that it's, it's just over the top. And it just shows you the inside of like what happened over there. It was really scary and, you know, really A, a true really disaster scary, yeah. based in reality. Yep. And just shot well, acted well. Shows you really the power, really, of the of a communist authoritarian regime, and that they just sent these people in there, and just you're you're just a cog. That's all you are in the machine to to get this problem solved, and just a yep. really cool. No cool. need to know. Take that shovel, yep. walk in that hole. Yep. Get volunteers. It was like, you know what? You know, I'm not going to come home, and that's just the way. It, it, is. it sounds depressing. And well, the, it was. And then the people trying to deal with it, yeah. being clamped down and not being yep. able to really try to deal it. with it. I definitely think P should check it out. But as a, again, this disaster episode was not really my forte. And I was just like thinking, like, I think Sean helped me out. Well, like, oh, maybe you watched Chernobyl. I was like, well, oh, shoot, yeah. It is a disaster. Absolutely. It's a natural disaster. It's human. Well, it's not a natural disaster. And it, it, right? it, no, it's not. It's a, Chernobyl's a man-made disaster. It's a man-made. Yeah. They were screwing around, I think. And that's really, I believe, what the story was originally. It was uh, a mistake. Yeah, it was a mistake. And they, unfortunately, and, and I know we tried to stay, you know, middle road here, but it really gave a bad rap to nuclear energy. Yeah. I mean, Three Mile Island and Chernobyl were only two very limited things, but nuclear energy from a, a realistic standpoint is a good power source. Well, they they built the nuclear power plant right on Long and, Island and they forced they, it to shut forced down. To shut and down. that was after it was built. Yep. You know, How much money did they lose on well, it? Well, we can get the whole political, you know, uh, green racket. But so you would you would have let Shoreham run if I, it opened? One hundred percent. They probably still I would running you, right now. If you would let me put an, an, a nuclear reactor in my house to power my house and my entire neighborhood, I would do it. I'm not a NIMBY guy. You're electric, but do you save money on electric with it? it? Is, nuclear yeah. is cheaper. It's cheaper. And with the amount, see, I mean, again, so let's just get this. You know, you used to live by thing. a place that had nuclear I had, yeah, I had nuclear power. All right, let's I get just, back. Yeah. Let's get back but here. Chernobyl, I'd like to check it out. <laughs> really cool series on, um, you know, a nuclear, really, really a nuclear meltdown, essentially, and what happens when, you know, people make mistakes, I guess. And, you know, really I'm sure cool. it's on HBO Max. I got to take yeah, a look. Yeah, All it, right. is, it is. Since, since you went nuclear, I'm going to go with a disaster movie, again, based on some kind of energy basis i'm gonna go with um deep water horizon Ooh, i had that on my list deep but that's water actually horizon, a good one peter berg cool. who i love great director excellently directed um just it, itself it's basically based on that oil rig in the ocean remember a couple of years back uh, yeah several i've seen, years I've back, seen them on fire it actually happened so it's based on real events it's a real disaster like kevin brought up nuclear so i'm bringing up oil and it's really good mark Wahlberg's excellent in it i think oh i think who else who was the captain that got blown out of the shower pete Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah. And Kate Hudson is yes. real life stepdaughter. Yep. yep. And it just shows you like this, this really happened. This was a disaster on an oil rig. So you're trapped at sea. You're trapped in one place and there's nowhere to go but 
into the water. You got nowhere to run. The whole place is collapsing, exploding around you. It's an action-packed film. It is a disaster film of the likes of Towering Inferno. It reminded me of that somewhat. And again, Peter Berg is such a great director that the movie is it goes by quick. It, it's quick, but it also gets a little bit hard to follow because everybody is covered in oil and yep. you can't tell at one point who's who. Which is probably what happened in real life. I, I said, so yeah. that confusion, making you feel that confusion is exactly what Peter Berg was trying to do and it works. Kev, if you yeah. haven't seen Deepwater Have Horizon, you no, should. You would love it. You should definitely it's watch it. It's on my it. list. <laughs> Malkovich is in it. Yep. And it's it was it was a great action disaster movie. And I think it's, it's I don't think it was I don't think a lot of people saw it. A lot of people didn't. It wasn't a big hit. I think people missed it. But if you're out there and you like disaster movies, watch this movie. Watch Deepwater Horizon. You know, Wahlberg did three movies in a row with Peter Berg that was pretty good. He did that. He did Patriot's Day about the bombing in Boston, which is a good movie oh, too. Oh, and then he did the other one about My, um, mile um mile 40 uh mile four, mile 44 I think it where uh they're capturing the Chinese prisoner and the, their team is under attack. I don't remember. Yeah, he did three films with Peter Berg and then I think he did one for Netflix Did recently. he do the tra- the Latrell story? Lamar? Did Peter Berg? No, Lamar the, Latrell the, story. The kid with from Mark Long Wahlberg. Island. No, no, the kid from Long Island that Marcus died Marcus Latrell. The, yeah, um, yeah. Lone, the special forces team. They that did, that's right. The they did a, wow, I forgot about that. that. Lone Survivor. That's, that's cool. Peter Berg and Wahlberg. Yeah, that's a great so Peter movie. Berg and Wahlberg have done five films together. That's like yeah. De Niro Scorsese territory. Yeah, and they're all good. The Lone Survivor one is Lone good. Lone Survivor, yeah, that's it. Yep. It's a sad film. Yeah. Sad, but it's, again, very well directed, and, and it's a very good action and film. And the second half of that film is Wahlberg by himself because... Everybody's yeah. eliminated, yeah. and he's the last one But again, one left. Peter Berg, I would definitely, again, suggest Deepwater Horizon. Yep, absolutely. All right, my next one is... It's mile based, 22, Pete. Mile 22. I said 44, 44. so I doubled it. Doubled it. <laughs> like, doubled everything, down. like everything else. Um, <laughs> Kev, they, they made, nobody, a lot of people may not remember this. They made a disaster film about the Hindenburg, called, called the Hindenburg. The Hindenburg. Yeah. But Did here's they what they really they come yeah with George when? C. Scott seventy five another movie you know the ending you know exactly <laughs> you know everybody on that blimp is going to die the Titanic of the sky and what yeah. what they did is they did a convoluted plot about that they made it that it was a bomb yeah on board oh, and the bomb blows up and they do this terrible effect George C. Scott finds the bomb. He knows who the bomber is. He finds the bomb and he gets to it. And just as he's about to disconnect it, it goes black and white x-ray flash on Scott with a big bugged out face. And then the bomb goes off. And <laughs> they're cutting between people in black and white on the ship with flames around them falling and toppling over and real life footage of the Hindenburg. That's sad. And that's it. Did it's anyone, over. Did anyone scream Wesley? Wesley. Wesley. <laughs> why would why would Patrick Swayze be on the Hindenburg? Know, uh, like Dalton would be everywhere. The Hindenburg. It's, it's, that was that was awful though. If you see that Wesley. film, it, could you imagine like uh, seeing that in real life and being like, there? That were, was in Jersey. In Jersey. Oh yeah. my god, it was horrific. And it's directed by a great director. It was directed by Robert Wise, who did Sound of Music and the day the earth stood still star trek and wise has got so many movies and this this was just a misfire for him the hindenburg <laughs> but it, if you watch that ending you will you'll literally laugh at at the way they stage that I, ending I, I got just watch it for the last uh, 10 minutes I, my next one is a movie that just was tremendous when it came out and then when you really think about it it's just 
people driving around twister <laughs> oh. They literally—it's a—it's a two-hour it's a two driving gonna, movie about the what? Uh, I called it tornado porn F5 when it came tornado. out. It was like this driving around. They're just driving around and a cow and flying and a, yeah, by a the cow screen. Cow flying called Dorothy. You know, like, like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's a creep in it. <laughs> it it's, it's really weird. It's a weird movie. Why? No, it's not weird. It's, uh, it, it, you wanted to be a storm chaser after you it, saw it. I did. Yes, I would gave, love to chase hurricanes for a summer. You mean tornadoes, tornado. not hurricanes. Tornadoes, hurricanes. Well, I'm in the East Coast hurricanes, but it really it gave you know I guess put some light on a, a an industry that I didn't even know existed. Storm chaser, yeah, yeah it kind of did put the light on storm chasers. I mean, you think about that; these dudes are just gotta driving be. into tornadoes. It's gotta be a rush. And what was the name of that stupid device they were creating? Dorothy. Yeah. Ooh, there's a like, bit of irony there. Was, Dorothy and tornadoes. It was it Dorothy one, two, and three, and then they got blown up. Then Dorothy three yeah. finally gets the F five. They get and Dorothy then, into and the F five. Cheering about the data as it's coming down on the computer. Yeah. And how many people died to get Dorothy into that F five? <laughs> they, they were yeah. watching the uh, what was it? Can one rip through the uh, drive-in theater? The theater that's that's the, the best scene in the movie. Yeah, the drive-in cool theater scene. is the best scene in the movie. The sound in that movie was actually had great sound. I'll give it that. Was there a ride? Twister at Disney, yeah, uh, not Disney, at Universal, uh, Universal. Right? Yeah. and that was actually a pretty good. It's yeah, not there anymore. It's not there anymore. I, I, I think got replaced by the Jimmy Fallon an thing. Earthquake! Oh God! Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> the earthquake! Oh, you're gonna, there? You're, you're gonna get coming up here. You're gonna don't step on my thunder with the next oh. one. With one of the oh. next ones, I guess he's got no, something in the chamber. Jimmy Fallon, no, but it wasn't a ride too. They had all these different rides. They had right? all these different Twister rides. Twister was one. Twister was a. Cool it wasn't ride. a ride. You just walked in. Right? Yeah. It was like yeah. Simulated the tornado around. I think it would be cool to be a storm chaser. The adrenaline rush. Of doing that, but then the downtime's got to suck. Yeah. <laughs> you're just yeah. sitting around <laughs> eating yeah. and drinking. Uh, yeah, you're just drinking, getting heavy. You're just eating, drinking have, coffee. But, but don't we have satellites and radar? To yeah, what do we need today? you? Like, well, that's you thanks to Dorothy. She was able <laughs> to give them all that. It's data. like these weather reporters are going, they're blowing all over the place trying to make it look worse than it it's is. It's the best job in the world. You can be wrong and you still keep your job. Absolutely. Right? You know, and what's Helen Helen Hunt's problem in that movie? She watches her father get sucked out by well, a tornado. Yeah, that, that tornado like wrecked her family. Yeah, and so, okay, now I'm going to go ahead and wreck my marriage, and I'm going to become a storm chaser. Yeah. She's going to get revenge on the Twisters. Yes, it's, somehow. And, and like I said, <laughs> yelling at them really strongly. So, Philip Seymour Hoffman's really creepy and an asshole in that movie. He's cre- he was really creepy in a lot of movies. He was really creepy in Boogie Nights. Boogie, yeah. He was a creeper yeah, he's a in creeper. that movie. Creeper? When he goes and kisses Walter. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you do that for? Yeah. What'd you do that for? <laughs> oh, That's well, actually a pretty funny scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one. I'm going from uh, from natural disasters with weather. I'm going to our first natural disaster zombie film. I'm going to go World War Z. Um, if you haven't seen it, good film. Brad Pitt. It's it's interesting because it does involve the entire world with the pandemic. It's a pandemic of zombies. I like the idea that they had that the zombies are actually they go the way they figured it out where they just go after healthy people and not people who are infected or sick or have cancer or anything like this. I, I like the way it was kind of sleuthy in a way like that, and I liked how Brad Pitt bounced around the world trying to figure out the source and the answer. I thought it was a really good really smart zombie take on the whole zombie franchise and it was a a disaster movie it encompassed the entire world but you know that second half of the film was completely scrapped and redone 
Yeah, I read the book. Did you read the book? No, I didn't. But what was it that do they do? They turn Pitt into like a super soldier or something? He's not a super soldier. He works for the UN. He's kind of like he's he's an ex special forces guy that kind of works for the UN for good now and and trying to figure out like uh, like just different things. Yeah, but they do atrocities. Yeah, but they do something to him. No, no, he figures out at the end he gets trapped in a lab. No spoilers, whatever. You well, know, no, we no, have, we in this version, this. I'm talking about in the oh, stuff that they cut out. I don't really remember. The Brad Pitt character was kind of the reporter, I think, in the book, or the guy writing the story. I don't really remember a lot about the and book. And there's a whole subplot of I an really affair with, mm-hmm. with that his wife has. I yeah, mean, that's they, gone. They literally changed half the. Fi- they they scrapped it and went back and did a, a complete yeah. reshoot. Because maybe it was too. there was too much. I think in the book there was a lot of, of stories, different stories from around the world. And I liked World War Z. World War Z was good. It was a very, it was a solid zombie movie. There are a ton of zombie movies I could have picked, but World War Z was, there was solid. Al- there was almost a sequel, I think, five years ago where it was going to be Pitt and Fincher. Right, okay. Fincher was actually going to direct huh. the sequel to World War Z and it just didn't come together. I think eventually we're going to see a sequel to I it. I think as a disaster film, though, I like the way that it encompasses the world. It wasn't just a little part of the world. It was like Brad Pitt was world hopping. He was in Israel. Then he was freaking over here. Then he's in Newfoundland. Like he's all that Israel scene. In Korea, that Israel you know? scene is really good. And then the yeah. plane sequence right after it. And I, I love the scene in Korea when he that it was so dark and tight, and it yes. made you feel so claustrophobic. And then it was it's just a really well. It's a good done, movie. I liked it. Yeah, well the scene, done. Just the way it starts out, right in Philly. Yeah. Yep. That scene alone. Like it's a, it's a very well done zombie film. It gives you kind of a little bit of everything you want in a zombie film. The airplane scene. So would you consider Dawn of the Dead? Dawn of the Dead's a great. disaster film? Yeah, it's a great film, yeah. Dawn of the Dead. I, so then The Walking like my, Dead is a disaster show. Absolutely. It's a disaster. It's so a, anything with zombie a, apocalypse yes, is a disaster. Anything with a zombie apocalypse is a natural disaster because something happened to humanity that, that caused them to turn. I was going to say natural disaster? Natural, because it usually happens from natural means. Like zombies are created through some kind of natural process. Do they say World War Z were created it or no? I am legend. We know that it was uh, it yep. was a flu. Uh, I am legend. Could it, have was been a, so it was so much better. Don't talk to me it. about that movie. I don't mind that movie. What's wrong with it? It could have been uh, no. It could have been a lot better. It was good, but it it it, it missed. That was a miss for me. I was going into that. Really, hoping for more and really didn't, didn't hoping get what you for wanted. everything I wanted and it wasn't. Kev, did you see World War Z? No, I've never. I've, I oh, you should check it out. It. Yeah, Kevin's getting it. a few movies here for yeah. his list. Yeah, you yeah. should definitely check out World War Z. Probably it's a, like it's, twenty. The, the, yeah, Dawn of the Dead. Another, there are so many good zombie films, uh, but there's a one, lot of bad ones too. <laughs> there's a ton of bad ones, but this one I think checks a couple of boxes that fit the whole. Yeah, this is a disaster. Have you seen both Dawn of the Dead films? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I think that the newer one is more um, natural, more disaster film than the Romero film. Agree, 100%. The Romero film was more because on there's a personal a, level. It was, all, it was all about personalities, the Romero yeah. film. Yes. Yeah, so and th- that's the new one is much more frenetic yes. end of the even though disaster. The, even though the first one is definitely disaster, it was more focused on the individuals and the story. And when they announced that remake, I was like, ugh, really? And... Yeah, I was. I don't think Zack Snyder's done anything better since that first order that. But it's also written by James Gunn, right? It's it's good, but yeah, I would check I out now World the head War of Z. DC. World War Z, but I, that I think is a, a a good zombie disaster movie. Um. All right, my next one here is Earthquake. Okay, I'll do Earthquake now since you uh, just 
mentioned a few minutes ago. Classic disaster film about an earthquake in Los Angeles. Charlton Heston, Ava Gardner, Lauren Green, Victoria Principal, Richard Roundtree, Walter Matthau in a bar in a cameo throughout that whole film. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. It's good. I got to go back and watch it. I remember the beginning, but it starts to go away. I got to see it when I was a kid in theaters with Sense Around. And for those of you that don't know what Sense Around was, it was pre... It was pre-Dolby Stereo, pre-DTS. And what they did is they put these giant-ass subwoofers everywhere in the theater. And there was a little ping that they put on the soundtrack that would rumble the subwoofers in the theater. There were ceilings caving in (laughs) because of sense around. (laughs) Can you imagine it? You're sitting there and all of a sudden the ceiling starts falling on you while you're in the theater. You're watching an earthquake movie and the ceiling's falling on But I remember when I was a kid getting sick because of the hitting your stomach from all that subwoofer. It wasn't all the popcorn? It was probably that, too. (laughs) But Earthquake is a great disaster film. I'm going to check. It's it's a classic. I mean, it's it's cheese, 70s cheese, but it's a classic. It's like Airport, right? Airport's... It's not a disaster. Is Airport a disaster movie? The first one kind of isn't, but the sequels are, because you had Airport 75. They were popular, man. They were. Then you had 77, where the plane goes into the Bermuda Triangle. Love that. And oh, then you had the, I'm all about the Bermuda Triangle. Let's go. That's Jack Lemmon. I got to watch that. And then you have Airport uh, 79, the Concorde. All right. I know there was a couple of them. Yeah, there's four of them. But the first one really isn't. It deals with a mad bomber, but it's not. All right, it's a drama. Back to Earthquake. Earth, yeah. Earthquake's a high recommend for me. And not mm-hmm. in a bad way. It's, it's a fun 70s disaster movie. That's and Earthquake right. and Twister were both closed down at Universal. They were both Earthquake. Yeah. Well, no, they Earthquake did. No, became disaster. Yeah, they they they've kind they of merged Earthquake with that with that disaster attraction. Yeah, which is I should have. And they got rid of Jaws. They were the Back to the Future. Yeah, they got rid of Jaws and Back to the Future. Yeah. But that wow. Back to the Future ride was. Uh, it should. It could have been. They should really. It's, it was a. Gr- it was a. Gr- they should have the time, updated. Yeah. It was a great ride, but it was also speaking from somebody with a disability. It's real. It was really hard. To get even in. even at my thinnest days, really hard to get in and out of that yeah, ride. They, that ride yeah. came in so much cooler. It was more of like a roller coaster based on like that. Well, based on like the Indiana Jones ride yeah. at, the, yeah. at Disneyland, which is still one of the best rides ever. That ride is great. The Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland. I remember we first went on. I went on with you for the yeah, first time. Yeah. We went on for the first time together. I'm like, sure, this is the best. Co- that ball comes at us. We were like, what the freak? And then you just dip. Sh- we were yeah. like, sure, this is the best ride ever. Maybe we do an episode on rides one day. That's a great idea. That's a yeah, great idea. Do some rides yeah. one day. Favorite theme yeah, park rides. That's a great rides. idea. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do, do that, that one day. And Pete, from your perspective, it may be interesting. Yeah, from, from someone who's got a disability. Yeah. And maybe, you know, we could uh, hopefully reach out to some of these theme parks to make them more accessible for uh, for everybody. Well, what, what I'm shocked about is a ride like... I mean, they do listen. They do do a good job. They do, they they do. do the best they yeah, can. Yeah, they do the best they can. But a, a ride like Avatar at Disney, it's almost which, impossible for somebody to get on with a disability. Which one, the Flight of Passage or the River? The Flight of... The River's garbage. Uh, well, there are safety reasons for it. This the, is something we can get the, into. Well, yeah, yeah. but the, I was just going to say that flight of passage ride, there's no safety hazards with it, but it's uncomfortable. It's just so uncomfortable, yeah, just like the Harry Potter ride. Yeah, that they, sucks. They do that best. All right, I'm going to go with, I, I, that you guys didn't debate me on this, Con Air. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you laughing? They Nick fly, Cage's best they, hair ever. They destroy Vegas with a plane. <laughs> like, that's what this is. <laughs> Las Vegas gets wrecked by a plane. I got to see them. I got to see them filming that. Uh, Who hijack a plane? 
You did snakes on a plane who don't land. These guys destroy <laughs> Vegas with a plane. Felons on a plane. Yes. Felons on a plane. Uh, Con Air awful movie. is. is I thought a, you loved Con Air. Uh, Con Air is a great ride. I'm not saying it's not a fun movie. Because when that it's movie awful. was over, you wanted to be a felon. No, I wanted to be like uh, John Cusack. Oh, that be, was he sick? The no. worst yeah. John Cusack <laughs> performance I have ever <laughs> seen is Con Air. What was he, like ATF or like Secret Service? He was service? kind what of a he, fed. Like, I think he was a, he was a fed. fed. Yeah. Was he a fed? I don't remember. Yeah, he was in charge of the prison transport program. Yeah. 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 Like that's good. Yeah, that what? was his baby. Right, it's, that was such a, it's such a dumb idea. You're getting these worst felons in the world. I'm all putting them on one plane. What, uh, what, Malkovich what gives the greatest bad performance oh, so I have the movie, ever seen. The movie, you have to see the movie. The movie is so much fun. Like, it is just fun. A, it's a laugh a minute. Chappelle it, gets dropped from the plane <laughs> and, <laughs> and lands in a person's car. <laughs> it's 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 is it a disaster movie? No, the only disaster really it's is, a disaster is, the, is the destroying of Vegas. It's but a disaster it of a movie. Destruction of Vegas. It's not a disaster. Disaster of a movie. It's not a bad movie. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but it's not bad. It's fun. Nick Cage's uh, accent is amazing. And, and Malkovich's performance when he talks about he's going to kill his daughter and the last thing she's going to smell is his stinking breath. I mean, uh, come on. Where do you get lines like that? Was Cyrus the virus? Was Cyrus, that? Cyrus, Cyrus yeah. the virus. You had, you had Buscemi in it. You had Ving Rhames in it. Yeah. You, know what, you know what's sad? This will be the last time we probably ever mentioned Con Air on, the, on this program. Oh, no, again, because we got to do a Nick Cage show because Nick Cage is the uh, best. Nick, Nick Cage had that run. In the, he had a big he's awesome. run in the 90s. He's oh, great. Garbage, though. The, listen, ah, the his guy latest is, movie where he plays himself is amazing. Talk about a guy. Yeah. It's not what you know. And he's going to be and he's gonna be freaking Dracula Let's coming go. up. It's not what you know. It's who you know. That's That should be the name of his episode. It's not what, what you, you know. It's who you know. It's not what you know. It's who you know. It's That's actually a great time for an episode. Don't shit on Nicolas Cage. It's, not, who you, it's not how you Come on, Kevin. Him. You like Nicolas Cage. You liked Face Off. No, I didn't. The Rock. You like The Rock. The Rock was all Sean Connery. Honeymoon in Vegas? Nope. It can happen to you. Don't think I saw that. I'm not doing a Nick Cage show right now. It's, the, it's just a fast wait. times. <laughs> oh, you can't count fast time. Um, yeah, but Sean, you you want, definitely wanted to be Nicholas Cage after Con. I know after the Rock. I wanted to be Nick Cage after the Rock. You loved Con Air, Pete. I do he like Con Air. I loved it. But you know what? I also got excited about. Like I told you, I saw that thing filming in Vegas and. We're standing and we're walking up the strip, and I see this big military tr uh, plane keep doing parallels around the strip, and I'm like, "What the hell?" I thought there was going to be a plane crash into a hotel. It actually does have a huge cast. It does. It's got a great cast. <laughs> it is a huge. He's right, and it's, it's a huge cast. It's got that terrible Leanne Rhymes song at the end. Or, oh, God. Uh, yeah. how can I? How, that how do I? Oh, please don't sing. I almost cried. How do I live that, without you? How do I live without you? Yeah. What was his name? Nicholas Cage's name in it. He was a southern guy from Louisiana. Right? About yeah. the Barney. He's like a Creole. Uh, or guys, talk, Creole. Talk, uh, it's, it's a he's bad a name. Guy. Go he ahead. Had, Hang he had on. A beautiful, you, you, he had got a beautiful mullet. Oh, he, yeah. He was just. He had a skullet because he's bald. He did have a scully. <laughs> he did. <laughs> you, I, I would suggest watching the latest film he's been in. I forget what Cameron it's called. Cameron Poe. Cameron Poe. What a bad <laughs> name. What a bad name. <laughs> Listen to the names. Oh, who's a marshal? John Cusack. William right. Billy Bedford. Uh, Garland Green. Garland Green was the killer. Uh, Vince Larkin was John Cusack. Oh, God. Cameron Poe. Cameron Poe. Uh, Pinball Parker. I mean, some of these Diamond Dog. The Diamond Dog. Diamond Dog. Who was Diamond Dog? Was that Ving Rhames? Yes. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, what a it's it's a fun movie. Go back and watch that. Oh, yeah. God. The guy Swamp Thing, he was the pilot, right? Yeah, Game. yeah. He knew how to fly a plane. Yeah. That guy's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. That was a guy who was in Breakdown also, which is a very underrated film we got to talk about someday. <laughs> what a what great names actually. You go back and look at the kiss. Cameron Poe. Why did you put put back the body? Garland Green yeah, might be the worst it. name. The bunny. Garland Green. <laughs> what do you got, Sean? So not a disaster movie. Uh, no, no, but it's okay. a, it, it was good no. to talk about for all a minute. Right, Fun right. movie. Uh, well, they, they do destroy Las Vegas, so... I think you got another and disaster. Another, you got another one that you're talking about that's disaster. It's going to be Vegas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm going to go. I got one here. Robert. I'm going to rip. Uh, I'm going to go with an old one. It's classic. Everybody's going to consider it a disaster movie, and it's really good. Uh, Poseidon Adventure. I think uh, that and The Towering Inferno and movies of those times like that, when that movie when that movie came out, I don't know if I was alive. When did Poseidon Adventure come out? 72. Yeah, I wasn't alive yet, but when I saw it, I was thought it was really cool, and what interested me most about it was when the boat flipped over and how <laughs> cool it was that everything was upside down. So when the actors were in the kitchen, it was like the tables are still on the root ceilings and, and the, the, the pool hall scene, the, not the ballroom scene. Yeah. The table, it was it just, when I, when I was a kid, I was like, wow, it's all upside down. That would be so cool. And it's all cool. practical effects. Yeah, and it was real, and I remember just being young and being like, this is pretty but cool. That, you know, they got to get out of this boat. How are they going to do it like uh, just the Poseidon Adventure is a good that ride. had to be an HBO special right Poseidon Adventure no it was it 20th Century Fox but and I'm saying in 1972 like how did we see that as kids we would that yeah. was HBO that was on HBO, HBO. Yeah, right? yeah I saw it on HBO I remember uh, I saw it with Grandpa Pete and I remember Ernest, that was very beginning. HBO. I remember thinking yeah. Ernest Borgnine was like super strong because he wore like yeah. a tank top. He was so hairy. I'm like, this yeah, guy's yeah, a beast. Yeah, yeah. Like, like this guy's Hackman's strong. great. <laughs> he looked like beast from the X Men. I'm like, yeah. this is pretty cool. Hackman's great. And yeah, that, that goes back to I think my H, the whole my whole thing about HBO is, and I think what, what a lot of kids today are missing watching these older movies is that when we were young, we watched these really cool movies on Monty HBO. Python and like the Holy 15, Grail was another early right? HBO yeah. movie. Twenty, thirty year old movies right. and. I don't think my, my kids or my students would even watch a movie from like the 1980s. Maybe they would. They are watching Goonies and stuff, these kids today, right? They do watch some 80s. They like 80s. Well, I don't take, know if they go back to the 70s. Taking it into perspective, no, though, when, no. when Poseidon Adventure was on HBO, it was only three years old. old. No, three years. Oh, 1975. Yeah, our, our grandmother was one of the first people on the block I to have, have HBO. HBO. And, she, think, and she did it for me because I was living I there. Right, the I remember being like seven or eight. And I was and watching because yeah. Grandpa yeah. Pete was watching it, and I just sat down next to him, and I was like, "Wow, it looked like a ride to me." And early HBO started at six o'clock at night, finished at midnight, and then on the weekends it would be like twelve hours, fourteen yeah. hours. It's, it's amazing what but people do for their grandchildren. I would watch the Poseidon. Yeah, she did it. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. It's well, my, crazy. Well, our grand, our grandfather loved it too. Yeah, yeah. well, he just sat around on the couch and watched watch movies. I would say Poseidon Adventure is a great disaster film. Yeah, it's one of those early, there's a group of people that have to do a thing in a horrible situation, and they wind up, most of them wind up doing it. Most of them wind up dying. Um, it's well acted. It's very well it acted. It is very actually. well acted. And the last uh, Shelley, um, Shelley Winters was nominated George for an Clooney's Oscar. George aunt, right? No, that's Rosemary or, Clooney. Rosemary Clooney, I'm sorry. But, but, she, but she was great in it. Like you had, you had some very heavy acting pedigree Ernest in that With Winters, Gene Hackman, Hackman young. three Academy Awards. Hackman actually Hackman got hottest, nominated. Right? He, well, he just got nominated time. for French Connection. Okay. while they were making that and based movie, based on a book. Poseidon, Bobby Brady. Yes, it is Bobby Brady was in it. <laughs> Bobby Brady. 
Right? No, is no Bobby Brady's in Towering Inferno. Towering oh, Inferno. again, right. you guys are gonna. Who is the I, kid I'm saving, in I'm just letting you again, all know. I'm saving Towering Inferno Towering for last. Inferno and Presiding Adventure have very similar paths, right? And that's, and that's ladders. what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna bring up. And because the there's kids but I'm, in that. I'm gonna with, do it now because I'm not gonna. Uh, the kids with red buttons, right? Is that red buttons? Yeah, Pamela Sue Martin was on Dynasty. The other kid was. He was on an episode of the Brady Bunch. That was the only other thing that I and, remember. And Red Buttons was the guy who helped And you that. probably remember the episode of the Brady Bunch where he gave, where Peter gives him a Kennedy, or Bobby gives him a Kennedy half dollar to go out with Cindy because <laughs> yeah. she's... I don't remember. But I, I remember he had Red Buttons, he had Roddy yeah. McDowell, and then another Oscar nominee. Yeah, thinking Roddy back, McDowell. though, the, the similarities in structure between that and Tower. Jack Inferno, Albertson. What came out first? Poseidon. All right. Two years before. So towering barred from that. For it sure. was a, and that's what I'll go into now. It was a huge one-two punch yep, because you, you did, the Towering Inferno was a film, and at the time, it was so big, it took fil- two film studios, which was pretty unheard of at the time. You had Warner Brothers and Fox and doing they the had, Towering they Inferno. they had even better cast. And then they took two books and combined them into one movie. Right. One was called The Tower, and one was called The Glass Inferno. Okay. And they took two books and combined them into one film. You had Newman. Oh, that cast was so much the, more that superior cast than Poseidon. Is stellar. Newman and McQueen, who didn't supposedly didn't get along well and kept fighting for who the superior alpha male was on that movie. Because McQueen was the man. Yeah. Newman was great too. Newman's great, but McQueen was McQueen. William You're not Hol- getting a bigger alpha male. William Holden, Faye Dunaway, Richard Chamberlain, O.J. Simpson, Susan, and you know who is the guy that was in the apartment with the girl. He's a TV guy. Robert Vaughn and Robert he Wagner. tried to run out. Yeah, he Robert tried to run out, run out, and he couldn't make it. Yep, he couldn't ah. make it. And it's two hours and 45 minutes, and there's not an ounce of boredom in that Who's film. Who's the old guy, the, the, the owner oh, of the for, building? I'm, I'm forgetting about him. Fred Astaire. Yeah, Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire. Thank yeah. you, yeah. And Great that, dancer. I have a piece here in the apartment that's a yeah. signed Dude, Towering that, Inferno is that one program. Of the biggest casts like, oh. of all time? It's up there. It's got to be. It's up there. And you have a lot of a you have a lot of I'm just trying to say Academy Maybe. Awards there, but I don't think so. Is it a Con Air level style cast? Like oh, it's a, a better cast than Con Air. <laughs> Days better than Days and Confused. Days and Confused. Yes. I know we talked about that. It had a monster. Yeah, it had yes. a monster cast, but, but it's, it's not Star Wattage that, that time, this one right? yeah, was in seventy four. Definitely not as big. With McQueen, McQueen and, and Newman and alone. If you watch the end of that film where they set the water tanks off to put out the fire. You are seeing these actors, and it's real. There's, there's, yeah. there's bum, a lot bum, of stuff in it, hit by that but water. they are getting yeah. smashed by that water. Yeah, watch the making of that thing someday, and they show the they show behind the scenes footage of that. You could see. I forget the guy who tied it was uh, the guy who tied himself to the bar. I think it was a stuntman. The thing falls on that guy. No, that's that's uh, Kevin. You know who that is? Who? Uh, the first captain from Miami Vice gets toppled oh. by the statue. Yeah, but you can see when he gets, he really looks like he gets he hurt looks like, yeah, for a second. Yeah, because blood goes shooting out of his mouth, he and like then he, he gets dies. hurt. Like, yeah. People yeah, that, look like they got damaged. Gregory Sierra film. from Miami Gregory Vice Sierra. is that guy. <laughs> by Towering, you, you, you haven't seen I it, got, have No, I've seen it. I got to go back. And I was it's a great. Kid. I, was, I remember being a kid seeing that. The Wagner scene is disturbing. 
Oh yeah, where he gets where he, where they he tries know to run because out he knows he, I he knows they're dead. I always remember being yeah, like but why scared. not stay with her and try to break jump and out the window? And she throws well, she throws herself out the yeah, window. Yeah, but he tries to run through I, fire. That's impossible. I remember being afraid when I was a kid of Towering Inferno. I remember being why? scared because I just think being trapped in a, like, fire and you're you watching know? human beings and, burn alive. And I also think it was back in There's the day. There's a lot of that in that movie. Yeah. Remember in school and a stuntman like, got. I'm sorry, a stuntman got killed doing one of those scenes. Remember in school they do like fire safety stuff and everyone had the sticker by the window, yeah. the rescue yep. windows, and so maybe that 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 just memory is coming back for like being afraid to to pass on. All right, um, my you know I'm gonna, we're probably gonna you know time constraints we're gonna do about two more I two think, more right? each two more, two more so each. one this this for me was a tough one because watching it and, and kind of like the oh, road um, this is like this is reality alive nineteen yeah, alive. Yeah. Definitely, that was a hard movie to watch. Ethan Hawke, right? Yeah, that plane crash in the beginning of that movie—it's horrific because it's it's true and it's really that. And I'm afraid to fly. (laughs) Yeah, no, but like the idea of like what what you know you talk about. Okay, what would happen if a volcano Yellowstone erupted? But what would happen in a disastrous situation where your instincts take over to ultimately you become a cannibal? And eat your family and friends. Well, I, I mean, just remember Ethan Hawke says just so matter-of-factly in yeah. that movie, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat the pilot. You know, it, because your mind goes... To, and that's what I think about yeah. alive. Your mind, it showed your mind and people what you would do, that survival instinct that we all have. I don't like, think I could do it. Well, they're You not, say that. It's not like they're cutting off a leg and throwing it on a fire. They were eating, like, yeah. chunks of fat out of people. Yeah, like, they weren't just, really cooking. It was... It's like Kevin said. That's the it's, ultimate survival instinct. Like, what do you do? That's fucking I think, right, horrific. I think as humans, we suppress that instinct, but it's there. It's there until our last breath. Is your your survival from the second you're born to the time we leave this this rock? We are it's survival. I think every every animal, every animal on the planet, yep, is about survival. And that's what to me what alive was like. What would you do to stay alive? You know, it's it's such a powerful, sad. That is one really movie I can well, say. It, it's actually not. They do a lot of them get rescued. 16, I can right? say that's 16, one. Pete, that's one movie I would not want to be in alive. Yes, <laughs> sure. That one would want to be. That's one. Not, well, I'm not taking that one. You wouldn't want to be in alive. No, I wouldn't want. You to wouldn't be want alive. to be in Andes <laughs> Mountain. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be a like soccer player that crashes into the Andes. Rugby, they're rugby team. Well, they're rugby. Yeah. They're a soccer team. Uh, yeah, I thought even, they were yeah, soccer team. No, they're rugby team. They're rugby. Yeah. And uh, the um, just the two guys at the end, I think Ethan Hawke, right? They go on a two-week two journey to escape. Think about did that. that did that really happen? Yeah. Did, did I don't I don't remember think if that about, really happened or if that was. I a think Hollywood about ending. the psychological part of it, where you oh. have to go back home and, and say, "Yeah, I ate the yes. pilot." No, well, I ate your son. Oh. Yeah. Like not I ate your son, but I they died. So it's horrific to begin with. I ate Taco the psychological Bell for lunch and I'm damage. About it. Well, what's that, that those story men must have experienced? Didn't some guy like cut his arm off to survive? Yeah, 127 hours. Oh, the guy, yeah. Uh, Franco. Yeah, yeah. Franco. Yeah, yeah Franco like, is so, in there. I mean, survival. Was again. that a true story? I believe it was. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was a true story. It's the movie's basically him like um, hallucinating, right? No, it's him trying to keep himself That's alive. A boring talking. movie. So I don't, My I don't, arm's cracked in a rock. I didn't want to end. That's boring. Yeah, you can sit there and boring, and as you're sitting there and just cringing because yeah, like, he's cutting his own arm off. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know I didn't want to end on the somber note, so I got a one of a. My, well, yeah, we each get we each get one more. So Sean, you got two more. I'm gonna go with one. Pete's gonna hate it. The Perfect Storm. Oh, oh, I hate it. It is a book. It is a disaster movie. It's a yeah. It's a disaster of a movie. It's about a storm and a rogue wave. I'm not saying the movie was great. I'm but saying it's a disaster knows movie. That. Nobody knows yeah. about rogue wave. R- rogue wave. <laughs> You're about to face the monster. 
<laughs> it's about it's more than likely a rove wig that took those guys out. It's based on a true story, so you're making fun of people dying, Pete. <laughs> it was the only time I ever got yelled at in a theater was on Perfect Storm. Who yelled at you? A customer. Really? Why? Well, because laughing? Charlie Black and I were sitting there and we were watching Clooney's death scene. I laughed. And at we that were part, erupting yeah. in laughter. And the two couple in front of us turned around and go, why don't you two get a heart? And I just started <laughs> laughing even harder. <laughs> it's kind of crazy to laugh. The movie, it's, uh, you know what it is? The Perfect Storm, it is a disaster movie. It was based in reality. Yeah. It more than likely is what happened to those guys. It's well, it's now, all right. one of those characters is likable. I could give a shit less if they got taken out by a rogue wave. Wow. Wow. That yeah. really happened again, Pete, to people. The heartless part of the show brought to you by Peter. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, a, it's not a good yeah. movie. I didn't say it was good. I'm saying it's a disaster movie that definitely deserves a spotlight because it, it, it handled, we didn't, we haven't done a rogue wave or a giant storm. Right. No, we like, haven't done a rogue so, wave. Or a giant been a storm, few of them. hurricane at sea, like what sea move other than Poseidon Adventure? I mean, we don't know what happened. Was that a rogue wave at the Yes, it was. Adventure? It was a rogue wave. Now that I'm thinking about it, it yeah, was. So, so you just did two rogue wave movies in a row. Yeah, George Clooney's cool. Not in that movie. He's not. <laughs> Wow, what a sh- what a shit bomb! Perfect storm is. It's yeah, it's 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 good though. You could get through it. <laughs> All right, I'll give you one here. You got neither of you have seen it, but so, so why mention it? Well, because it's <laughs> it's a it's a con- yeah exactly. You have, you have a million things. All right, well, there. I'll I'll throw this out there to see if you. Right, right, I was right. on the bottom of my pile. With if you, if you guys storm. haven't seen it, I only had like five movies. If you guys haven't seen it, don't have any commentary on. I'll move on to something else. Meteor with Sean Connery, no, Carl Malden, Natalie Wood, and Brian Keith. Oh, I might want to go see and that. And Martin Landau. I, I like all of them. It, mm-hmm. It's um, Connery's a scientist who finds out that a meteor five miles wide is coming to Earth. So it's, wait, sounds like Armageddon. Armageddon. <laughs> meteor. Sounds, right. like, sounds like one of the greatest disaster movies of all time, Armageddon, uh, which I was going to do, but now go I'm ahead. Not. No, you. No, no, I want you. No, please. I beg of you. You have to do Armageddon. No, I'm not please. doing it. No, please. Absolutely not. I'll do Armageddon. You're going to do Armageddon. No, we're doing it Thank right you. now because Meteor. Let's go asteroids. Let's go deep in. Do that. Do it. Meteor versus Armageddon. Meteor versus Armageddon. Ding. I'm sorry. Connery, done. Ah, yeah. All right, all right. You can't, don't give me Bruce Willis. You can't top Connery with Bruce Willis. Yeah, for the time, you absolutely could. It's, but go Special back. Special effects. Oh, I will. Natalie, gotcha. Natalie Wood or Liv Tyler? Ooh, Natalie Wood in Natalie a heartbeat. Wood. I go Natalie Wood as well. Um, Brian, I, Brian Keith or Billy Bob Thornton? Ooh, Brian Keith. <laughs> yeah. All day. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Martin Landau or Steve Buscemi? Martin oh, Landau. Buscemi. All okay. Day. Buscemi. Buscemi all day. Nope. All Medi- day. Meteor wins. Owen Wilson. Oh, who's, yeah. who's your Who's your pick against him? You don't have the You don't have the cast. I don't have that. The, Armageddon. Has. Carl Malden. They both have big noses. <laughs> I said, hey, they, that's two for me. <laughs> you guys in front of two people so far. <laughs> Your guys but never land on the one, asteroid. One the they don't f- leave the planet. They don't have cool training montages no, but to they, music. No, they get buried when, when the volcano, when the, they break up the asteroid. And when they break up the asteroid, unfortunately, oh. it goes into, there's two big pieces that head I, to Earth. You know, oh, and and one, Earth? Of them, one of them hits New York. So they fail at their job where Bruce Willis succeeded. What? Got him. Yeah. Got him. Armageddon wins. One's not, yeah. <laughs> when, <laughs> one of the best lines, though, in Meteor, 
Carl Malden starts yelling at Sean Connery and goes, that meteor is five miles wide and it's definitely going to hit us. And then Sean Connery just goes in his voice, Jesus Christ, five miles. You've got to watch this movie. <laughs> I don't know. And the special effects are terrible. I, it, third impression. More importantly. What, Stop it. <laughs> I, I like, more importantly, what is your, your like, like hate? what's the hatred hate. and despisal of no, I'll tell you, no, let me tell you, before yes. you speak, Pete's <laughs> hatred of Armageddon comes from me and him sitting in the theater. And when it was over, I was like, that was one of the best summer blockbusters, <laughs> summer blockbuster rides and I, of all time. Uh, and I looked at you in utter disbelief and, he and got shock. so mad at me because <laughs> I was this, right. This is the backstory. Because Pete's I was right. It Armageddon. is one of the biggest summer blockbuster hits of all time. Oh, summer, summer good, summer bad. Some are good, some are bad. That'll that'll get to it. That's my summer is going to be ruined because of that. Made a lot of money. (laughs) Made a lot of people feel good. Made a lot of people feel feel good. good. Music montages. Why did you want to go blow up an asteroid? I would love to train and go blow up an asteroid. I would sacrifice myself to save you, Pete. I would sacrifice myself to save you. <laughs> Deep Impact that summer was the so better film. But a piece saying, of crap. You just said Armageddon. It was not the better film. Yeah, it was. It was not Except the for better Tia film. Leone's death scene on not. the beach with her father. Yeah. That was, was the better exactly movie. Exactly. How are we going to end it? With daddy. Tia Leone hugging her daddy or with Bruce Willis blowing himself up to save his fucking daughter. Come no, on, he man. He saved AJ. AJ comes back. He <laughs> saved AJ's life. No, the best acting scene ever by Ben Affleck. Awful. When he was Affleck trapped. Affleck is awful in then that movie. Then he comes movie. back. He marries the love of his life. AJ. Beautiful the, scenes the in old, sepia. The old. Excellent music. Sepia. Excellent music. The Trevor Horn overdone soundtrack. You Slow mean? motion. Armageddon had Trevor everything. Raven, not Trevor Horn. I'm Armageddon sorry. had everything or everybody Hans can Zimmer. want from an action film. It's incredible because you just gave a little insight, Pete, where you said that movie, I think you said, if I can remember just briefly, that. It ruined your summer. <laughs> it gives you so all the really been looking for. Right. Our, our original Bucktooth Gremlin, Charlie Black. Yes, he went to key Michael Bay's car at a screening of Armageddon and got wow. stopped. That's how much he hated. It. He warned me. He goes, "You're going to hate Armageddon," and he was right. Were you looking forward to it though? Like I was. And that's why you yeah. okay, right. because but, it had Bruce Willis and. You hated it too much where you couldn't admit that it's exactly what a summer movie should be. But I've gone back and I've rewatched it a it couple is times. What a summer movie it, no, be. it's, it's we need to, a summer movie is a fun ride for all. But it's not a you fun I, ride. I can equate to I'll give you a little personal story here. Last year, uh, my wife and I went to Florida. Yeah. And I was hyping up this restaurant. I'm not gonna say which one in one of the Disney hotels, and everyone on YouTube's raving about it. And my I wife say it. No. My wife absolutely hated it <laughs> he didn't rest right she was like that like great like ruined her night it didn't ruin her it trip could, but it could ruin yeah i could night see was ruined so i'm like i'm taking her back like all these fireworks from about were you were, was it your night ruined because she hated it no no but I, I mean the food i thought was decent but it, i agree with her it wasn't the hype up like maybe with you and armageddon like, he said it ruined his entire no, it summer ruined our trip right? it ruined the summer of movies because uh, that was the big one that was the big and one. it was big Deep no, impact, it wasn't big for you. And Deep when I have to, when I have to go better. back and I have to say, Deep Impact was better than Armageddon. No, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't. You say that because okay. you're so against let, Armageddon. Let, let's break it down. Let's break it down. I don't want to break down Deep Impact. Let's Billy Bob Thornton versus Mor- right, right. Billy I'm Bob Thornton versus Morgan Freeman. Billy Bob. Oh, I Morgan Freeman. In that movie, Morgan Freeman was horrible. He wasn't good. Bruce Willis versus Robert Duvall. Willis. 
I mean, an action movie. Deep Impact tried to be Robert Duvall. I'm an old man going back to space. I can John, do this. John Favreau is in that movie. He's he gets blown away into space. <laughs> <on the movie>. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a funny death too. Did you do Meteor? We got. A I did Meteor. Oh, Meteor. So this is my last one. Right? Uh, we each get one more. Okay. Uh, I have two here, but I'm gonna throw this one at the backdraft. It's not a disaster movie. Fire. You just did the Towering Inferno. But that's a disaster film. Backdraft, their job is fireman. Their job is fireman. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sean wanted to be a fireman. That one is an actual. We say about other things, but Sean is true. After Backdraft is over, he wanted to be a fireman. I was really thinking about it. I bet you a lot of people did. I bet you that was a very good I bet you there's a younger generation that probably did. It's like Top Gun. It always happens. I was listening to just like Top Gun. Same thing. I bet you there were certain movies that actually some of the revisit what inspired. We probably look up the numbers with that too. Films that inspired people people to become that yeah, yeah it's probably a good yeah. idea um what about mars attacks yes I'll give you mars attacks oh, absolutely right, ufos right, aliens right, cool. yeah UFO i'll give you mars absolutely even though movie. even though it, if we win in the end uh, yeah i'll give you more okay. that's a fun movie that, that's like, oh, that's great it's like that kind of going back to i guess my love with these 1950s kind of cheesy i laughed throughout that whole film yeah like like another great cast huge great huge cast tim burton yeah tim burton jack nicholson right? tim burton yep. had that run in the early 90s where he was making some good stuff yeah and the aliens look freaking cool they were, really, <laughs> like, they were cool. cool looking it was like an old it was actually yes. an homage to old comic book yes well there was an old there was an old mars attacks comic yeah, that's yeah. where it came from. Yep, it's right. those dime cent comics. It's, it's our 12, 15 cent. It had that look in it. I just it had I, a I great Elfman score. Yes, yep. I like Mars. Attack, and you had so. Nicholson, Everyone. Nicholson, Annette Benning. Anyone who was anyone Sarah Jessica to be in that Parker, movie. Pierce Brosnan, Danny DeVito, Michael J. Fox. Yep. Jack Black. Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito's in it. Yeah. Jack yeah, Black so is many, in Mars Attacks. Glenn there's Close. so many people in there that you don't. That's right. Glenn, Natalie Portman. Yeah, there's so many. Pierce Brosnan? Yes, yeah, I said Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, you did, I mean, it's, it, it's 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 a it's it's a funny movie. Um, Lucas um, Luke, Lucas Haas. Lucas Haas, yeah. Martin yeah. Short, right? You said Martin yeah. Short. Right oh no, I forgot Martin Short Jim too. Brown. Jim Brown. That's yeah. right, Jim Brown. There's so many too. cameos. It's like go back and watch it. I guarantee we pick no, up it's, another it's five. Greer. That he plays Jim, Jim yeah, Brown's yeah. wife. There's it's, so many people. It's, in that movie. it's a. Uh, and the aliens are just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And when cool. their green heads explode, <laughs> do your alien impression. You got one. Oh, I know no, you do. I don't. Uh, you don't have one? And, and just the way that they figure out how to kill them with Slim Whitman music. <laughs> and Hol- don't they experiment on what's his name? Pierce Brosnan and Sarah yeah, Jessica that's Parker. Right, that's yes. right. They put them on. They switch their heads onto animal bodies, I think. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the yeah. dog's bodies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But Mars Attack's definitely cool. The big brains. <laughs> yeah. The big alien brain. Yeah, yeah it's... It's yeah. a disaster movie, though, right? That's right. It is. And Nicholson plays two roles. He plays There's a president and a Vegas gambler. Yeah, that's right. And then right. Benning. That's another one who's in it. Damn. Good cast. cast. Yes, all right. Mars and one of Tim Burton's right. better films. I yes. just like Len a- ending when I went from a live then a kind of a lighter note with a sci-fi comedy. Like yeah, I'll, g- I'll, give you, yeah. I'll give you a light one. For all, right. Too. all right. All uh, right. I'll go for my last one, a movie that I think I saw on HBO when I was a kid and terrified me. And I don't remember much of it, but I did a little research on it, read up a little bit. I don't have a lot on it, but it was called The Swarm in 1978. Oh, man, I left that off my list. It was about bees. Wow. From the director of Poseidon and Adventure remember, and Towering Inferno. Yes, I remember as a kid, uh, somebody oh, gets God, killed by bees, yeah. and, all, and it just A lot of people get killed me. by the bees in that movie. It terrified, but yeah. the, they were all over this like person. I remember, I remember my memory as a kid being like, and the person screaming, and I'm like, I was scared. I'm like, that could, because I see bees all the time. It's a terrible movie, but. Oh, my God. It's a, it's a guilty pleasure for me. Disaster. 
disaster but movie for sure. I saw it in the theaters. But also like Towering Inferno, like burning, I'm be yeah. very, very fearful, but also getting I attacked was, by bees. I, was I have a fear of bees since but, that movie. But I think really? a lot of people, I think the fear of bees might be something natural to us. So many people are afraid of bees. Yeah, yeah. who's not afraid of a I bee? I don't know. I'm not afraid of bees. I'm I mean, not I've afraid. Stung, I just man. don't want to get stung. I don't get stung and swarmed to death. <laughs> have you ever been stung? I've yes. never yeah. been yeah. stung. Yeah. I've been Does stung several times. Remember cousin, one of our cousins? One of our cousins, the idiot. stuck his stick into a hornet's nest and they attacked him. And he fell on the ground. I had to D- run that, into the was lot. Was that DB? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, a, we I ran into the like lot and literally picked him up like a Vietnam movie, threw him over <laughs> my shoulder as he was had bees was all like over. In the back lot. <laughs> then your mother's screaming at us to stop crying as we're all getting freaking stung. pinchers pulled out of our bodies. So, oh, you, so you've been stung? Yeah, several yeah. Times. I've been stung yeah. several times. Sucks. I, does it hurt? Never been stung. It's very, it's numbing. It feels almost yeah, like a it feels needle weird. for a while. There's a pinch and then it goes away and it's annoying, burning. burning, But doesn't it make you swell? A little bit. We had a neighbor, uh, Jane. Uh, I think she was eating a piece of watermelon, and there was a bee on. I remember that story. Yeah, mouth. I remember that story. I stepped on one once to try to kill it. Yeah, the, it fr- the freaking little thing stuck its ass up yeah. right in the bottom of my I think, foot. I think a lot of people are afraid of bees. I agree. That movie, The Swarm. If yeah. you haven't seen it, I want to go back and rewatch it because I, I was, have it. Do I remember it being traumatized as a kid, being like scared? And again, that's Michael Caine. And Richard Woodmark, wow, Olivia de Havilland, really? Henry Fonda. And it's crazy if you ever look at I don't at bees. remember the movie, but I remember Richard being, Chamberlain. Remember yeah, it's, it's another one with a big cast. And bees are really definitely actually disaster. pretty cool looking. And it was a bee in a microscope. Image bees are actually pretty interesting. It was a bomb, too. Insect, I guess. Yeah, it didn't make any money. I remember Michael Caine. You saw it in the theater, really? I saw it in the theater. 78. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Definitely saw it in the theater. And it scared you. It did. Because you might be allergic to bees. Oh, that's if you've now, never been now, stung. He's now that's of a lot of things. What else am I afraid of? Oh, afraid he's afraid of, a lot of things. Drowning. Yes. Fire. I'm afraid of drowning. You're no, afraid, afraid of water. He's afraid of water. He's like a gremlin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't feed him. After Don't get him wet. Him water. Don't get him wet. Whatever you do. All right, Pete. Last one. You know, I said I had a fun movie to finish, but I uh, really don't. Uh, I've got Great. one to finish here. It's a really good move, good disaster movie, but it doesn't have a happy ending. It's called Miracle Mile. Yes. Oh, God. That movie's so Have you depressing. seen it, Kevin? Oh, it's so depressing. But, Sean, you like it, I thought. It's a good movie, but it is depressing as hell. It's about a nuclear bomb, basically. All right. So, uh, do you want me to skip? How about the... You want me to give yeah, you the no, core? I don't want to do that. Didn't say that. That's a horrible movie. It's horrible. you seen it? Horrible. Yes. Hillary Swank and Aaron Eckhart go to the Awful. end. Hillary Swank, Aaron Heckart, Stanley Tucci go to the center it's, of the Earth. It's Armageddon with the Earth's core. It is. To jumpstart the Earth's core. <laughs> it's awful. Awful, it Kev. So they invent a worm thing that they plunge into the Marianas uh, Trench yeah. to start like, going into the center so of the I Earth. So I will never watch this. this oh, it's... it's I, I never it's watched so, the list. What it's a piece so, of shit. It, it is a oh. piece. But it's a, it's, it's a good... Bad piece. It's a it's a good no, piece of it, shit. That will not qualify yeah. for a good shitty movie. Uh, sorry, it's a disaster though. All Just right. like that. So it, let's end yes. it with that. It's a disaster. <laughs> let's oh, end oh, it with oh, a disaster. Oh, hang on, I'm looking at looking at my San uh, Andreas. No, we're ending it with a disaster. Yeah. Throw your yeah. sheet yeah. out. Yeah. Sure. Uh, all right, yeah, out. I got nothing else. Okay. That's it. Before we, we right. before we end this episode, I do want to congratulate Peter for making it through an entire episode what? without what? making fun of the way a female looks. 
Congratulations, <laughs> Peter. That's not, you go back and you check the episodes. It's be, not yes, true. Yes, it is yes, true. It is. I will be very honest with you. When we mentioned Mars Attacks, I went right to Sarah Jessica Parker, and I was waiting for it. Yeah. And he didn't do it. I think he wanted to go there, but we got we finally <laughs> drilled it into him. We got we made it through it. Or Liv Tyler. When we did Armageddon, yeah, I was yeah. waiting for the Liv Tyler comment. Look, there, he yeah, wants yeah. to say something yeah. right now. Yeah. Look at he's dying. He's uh, God. We got to get on YouTube. We really need a YouTube channel. I don't want to say anything about that. Because yes, I had the point that I was actually audience. I did I, maybe subconsciously. I was parenting uh, breadcrumbs for him to take the bait. Like Chum was chumming a little. You might bit. have. You were chumming. Chumming for the shark. But uh, you did. You were you were trying to tempt me, and I <laughs> yeah. knew you guys were going yeah. that route. But I didn't take the bait. I thought he was going to say something during Twister. Yep. No, he has a crush on Helen Hunt. That's true. I did like Helen Hunt. She that was hey, fun. Yeah, yeah, right, great, just great. stop so we don't you don't yeah, make fun of a woman. Not anymore though. Oh, All right, uh, okay. there it is. Oh, he didn't make it through. Uh, All right, so no, I just said I don't have a crush on her anymore. Uh-huh. All right, uh, Gremlin World, we like to thank you for listening this week. Yep, and uh, well, we've got the sp- our sponsor. Oh, who's the sponsor? Where's my sponsor notes? Oh well, oh, I got them right here. I got them right Wellington, here. I got them right here. Wellington yes. movies. Welcome we'd like to no, no, like no, think. No, no? Well, we're going to talk about the sponsor Wellington movies. Wellingtonmovies.com. Remember to email us at bucktoothgremlins at gmail.com. Uh, we keep saying this all the time, but it's true. We will have a website. We did so, purchase the website. Yes, we did. We got BucktoothGremlins.com. Yes, we, we will have domain. a website, Facebook, and Instagram pages coming up soon. You can all make a difference by following or subscribing to us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or your podcast home of choice. If you listen to us on any of these sites, and if you can write a five-star review up, please do. It'll help get the word out about the podcast. And as always, thank you for your support. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. And always remember, stay bucky. There's got to be a morning after If we can hold on through the night We have a chance to find the sunshine Let's keep on looking for the To see the morning after It's waiting right outside the storm Why don't we cross the bridge together And find the place that's safe and warm It's not too late We should be giving
The orders are to remote detonate in 30 seconds. You have not told them yet! That is my father up there! This is one order you shouldn't follow and you know it! <laughs>